Round one, go. You know, um, round one has gotten a lot longer than it used to. I think it's because we cut out the commercials, but I'm just saying, at any rate, uh, ready to go, ready to fight, ready to continue uh, carrying the torch that's been handed to us by God himself, Doug and Marty versus the world. This is Doug Bassler. Quite the intro. This is Marty McClendon. Welcome back to another Saturday edition of Doug and Marty versus the world. Um, of course, Doug, you never know how to kick these things off, obviously, because every day it seems like the world's gone crazier. But I want to just pitch something up to you for our listeners out there listening. Um, there was something pitched this week um, by the New York Times, of all things. Uh, and now, they're supposed to be somewhat of media present there, but they pitched the idea that Biden should create a reality czar. You know, I'm not sure about the Democrat Party and the whole Obama-Biden legacy, but what's up with czars? Isn't that a Russian thing? You know, the whole czars? Yeah. That ended up in the Bolshevik Revolution. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. I I, I, uh, I think I've got what uh, I was thinking today about um, CNN, and I think I figured out what those letters stand for, the Communist News Network now. So. Exactly right. Prop, the propaganda or Pravda, right? But the realities are what that means is state-run media. You right. know, and you think about we what We decide to, what's real. Right. We decide what's real science. First of all, there, that the mainstream media and social media that's already deplatforming and going after those that have views that aren't according to the, um, the rote uh, Democrat socialist sort of uh, notebook or playbook, they're shutting you down. Now they're going to take it to the next step. They're, they're talking about doing a government agency that where they'll censor things they don't approve of. That that's from Nicaragua, Venezuela, Russia, Cuba. You know, people think we overact, overreact, and uh, oversay things that we're going uh, not to hell in a handbasket, but. Um, down the quick road to socialism and communism, and it's happening. I, I, I've never seen uh, at this point in time. Uh, I don't. I've lost track on how many executive orders um, Biden's written already. Um, not just his phone and a pen like Obama, but actually trying to do everything he can to undo the things that Trump did uh, in his four years in the first couple of weeks. Um, so this realities are we may laugh about it now. It may never come into place. But the idea that they're thinking about it, the idea that's being pushed by the media, even that there would be a government place in the United States of America to actually control, you know, and edit and censor free speech. We talked last week in the last two weeks about do we have free speech if we can't exercise it? Did our founding forefathers ever even possibly imagine our government actually having a state run, a federal run agency to edit news or censor news. That's just uh wow. I just, I can't believe we're talking about it. Honestly, this isn't going to happen. I mean, this may happen. This thing that you are mm -hmm. talking about may happen. And that's, uh, you know, 125,000 refugees are now is the new, you know, how many we can bring in. We got a huge caravan coming up uh, from the southern border, uh, you know, but the biggest tragedy of all is that, you know, uh, Joe Biden is still the president of the United States. And uh, that that needs to be reversed because they, you know, they stole the election and all that. But what do you think of this? Um, uh, 
just this clampdown on the speech. I mean, you and I ran into that a couple weeks ago, of mm-hmm. course, in Olympia, and uh, we're going to be out there today, later today at noon. Uh, I don't know if you'll be there, brother, but I'm going to hang out. I'm not going to be one of the ones who volunteers to get arrested because my attorney told me not to, brother. But uh, yeah, my, my wife told me not to get arrested either. Oh, brother. <laughs> Since when have you ever, ever listened to Lynn? Come on. Come on. I, you know, all I the mean, time. Come on. Come I on. don't believe you for a second, brother. I saw your motorcycle. Well, only, <laughs> it's funny. The times I don't, I usually get in trouble. Not from her necessarily, but she's usually right. I'm getting yeah, not I even know, listening to the show. <laughs> so, um, any rate, but yeah, Glenn's going to be down there. We're expecting at least a hundred people. There'd probably be a couple hundred people and they're going to go ahead and flaunt that thing. They're going to set up a PA system on the ground and they're going to find out brother. So uh, people need to tune in next Saturday and find out what happened because um, they're going to find out if they're empty threats. You know, I think they're not going to arrest him. I think they might write him a ticket. Mm-hmm. Whatever. They're going to try stuff, but we've already talked to Pacific justice Institute and the, the code, the rules that they're referring to about structures on the capital property have to do, and this has already been held in court, have to do with camping. You have to have the intention of spending the night with some sort of camping structure. So a pop-up, if yeah, if you're planning on being there all night, you're planning on spending the night there, then it becomes camping. And they've tried this before in court. There's court cases that that my attorney Tracy has from PGA, pji.org, by the way, send them money, people. Right. Um, they, they already showed case law demonstrating that people going to places and not having that, that's not camping. You can just say, oh, that's a structure, blah, 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 and then enforce all kind of wild stuff. Mm-hmm. You can call a Trump rally an insurrection. Don't make it one. Exactly right. So now, we, got just, this, uh, we got this thing coming up tomorrow. Is that an insurrection? No, it's the Super Bowl. Correct. <laughs> but I want to back up a little bit for those that don't. He said PJI is Pacific Justice Institute. They take on cases of First Amendment rights, churches, things that want to stand up and, and, and protect your right. Doug and Marty versus the world. Doug and Marty versus the world. Olympia. These type of things, they'll, they'll <laughs> actually advocate for you. They're, they're like the uh, Jay Sekulow and they're like Alliance Divinity Freedom, but they take on these smaller ones as well. So And they we have a it. local Washington State office mm-hmm. based in tri-cities i mean come on come over here where the battle is no i mean they get who they get you know it's so funny uh when i talked to that attorney and she's like well god bless you and all this stuff and i'm just like yeah i like this attorney this attorney's a christian I and, love it. uh and they're fighting you know for it and they're not dumb they go and they dig and you know ignorance mm-hmm. is what gets us we we go in we don't know what we're doing and then we get bullied because we think, well, the cops must know or these people must know. But you know what? They don't know either. They don't either. What do they, they, say? What do they say? Yeah. They say they're following orders or whatever. So they're getting instructions. Uh, so, when you go in and you go, you stand toe to toe and you know what you're doing, you will win. And if you don't win, PJI.org will come and defend you and they will charge you an arm and a leg, brother, $1. So you owe me 50 cents. You got it. I pay case, for brother. Cents. Don't you forget. <laughs> Next so time we go this. out for, hey, you know, over here on the west side, we got, I went to a restaurant today, brother. I got served at a table with a waitress and everything. It's awesome. 
Nice. Yes. For that those in like. Eastern Washington, uh, we're 25% capacity over here in the Puget Sound region, the most densely populated areas. Of course, Inslee has no clue what's going on. I'm just going to say that. We're just following but, the but science. But just brother. one more thing. It's, it's science and <laughs> politics. It's not science, brother. But I will, I will say this. From a, I work for a tech company slash real estate company that does a bunch of things. I heard a term today that, you've, you know, when you test a new product out, you do A-B tests. You test yeah, uh, sure. a part of the time to this, we do that marketing. This way. Yeah, marketing, right? A-B test. So you just said that this case law was, and the law that was written in at the Capitol was about camping. Those that had to have an intent to stay overnight. Yep. Okay. So I would do an A-B test. One, we're doing the A test, which is like, will they arrest you for actually not having that, you know, following the case law? How about sending some homeless down there, people that want to camp out overnight and see what they would do with, about those? Because we know that all across Seattle, all across these major urban cities, they've been camping forever. So I wonder what would happen if they actually camped on Capitol grounds, you know, where the well, law that's actually what they're does apply. Ultimately, that's what they're trying to stop. And um, they're trying to keep the homeless people from camping right there because people come down there to protest, have freedom of speech and all that. Of course, now they're not. And there's still a fence. And it turns out now that that fence will remain for at least another month. So um, they're not even having the they're not even having the session there. You know, it's a Zoom session, which yes. in some ways is kind of nice because you can just like be, you know, you can testify from your office. Right. You can jump in. And as a reminder that anybody listening to our show can search the bill. They have testimony time. You can actually sign up to testify for two or three minutes on and just about any bill. They even run, one minute. I saw one, even one minute with Tim, yeah. Tim Iman. But I mean, still in a minute, you know, if you got notes. You can mm -hmm. do this. I don't like this. I don't like that. I'm a parent and stuff like that. But Please I mean, don't vote time. that way. Yeah. It's time for us to fight. Uh, also, brother, I want to remind our listeners that we need people to run for these offices. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you have city council races, you have county council races, you have school boards, you have water districts, you have fire districts. Um, these things, we need our guys in there. And, uh, you know, if you think, you know, someday I'd like to run for governor or right to run for state rep or whatever federal office. It's going to be a lot better for you if you get some experience running and winning the school board, running and winning in a, in a city council race and things like that. And yes, we're talking to ourselves as well. We know that we ran for offices before. This is one of those things. I've, I'm reading a book by a friend of the show's Mary Solomon and says the government and its people. Um, the idea that God wants us engaged in the political realm. We talked about this for years, but think about it. if you want to be the salt and light in your community, what better place to be than your school board where education is affecting our kids so importantly. Right or now, city need, council. Absolutely. Yeah. And we need people to stand between the the known admitted pedophile, Chris Reichdahl, otherwise known as superintendent of public instruction, as he's uh, him and Planned Parenthood are trying to sexualize kindergartners. You know, I watched a video uh, just this morning about the, the FBI rescuing those 39 kids from that, that pedophile sex ring. Right. And you see this little girl, you know, with her little doll and she's like, you know, four or five years old being reunited with her parents and the parents just bawling their eyes out. Right. They got their little girl back. I mean, these are some sick, evil people and they're trying to do sick, evil stuff in our schools. California has lowered the penalty mm -hmm. for sex with minors mm -hmm. has has weakened the sexual predator laws and things like that now why i mean what's the point of that you know to take that and it's and it's like people are like well whatever you know it's not whatever 
No, you know, when, your kid your gets, kid. when your child gets kidnapped and turned into a, a prostitute or something, and, and it's not just little girls, dude, it's little boys. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, you got a homosexual predators and things like that. I mean, the, this a, is a, the average age along the I-5 corridor of sexual trafficking is 6 to 16. So, I mean, it's that age group that are being kidnapped, stolen, sold into sex trades across the southern border, all across America. It is disgusting. And to that point, part of the, the executive orders of unwinding Trump's deal, that they're working on this Dream Act thing, you know, the DACA type thing. Yeah. There are a bunch of uh, convicted criminals that are in the sex trade, in the sex trafficking, that will get amnesty if this get passed. Um, Tom Cotton was talking about it, the danger of this. And that's part of what Biden's doing, what the Democrat majority is trying to do right now is, is give amnesty, first of all, to everybody, but to criminals to give them amnesty. You know, that, they run wild, brother. You know, the Republicans get the House, the Senate, you know, the presidency, and we don't do jack. We don't do nothing except fight and act like, you know, and that's why, you know, we've got to get control of the Republican Party back. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, you know, I'm very excited about, you know, current leadership over here on the east, the west side. You know, you have Joshua Freed, a, a known convicted Christian. <laughs> right you have dave mcmullen yes. you have uh tim hazelow you know we've got some people that know god and they're not ashamed to get in there and fight and right. to have yeah. our message and this has uh, been a long time coming and you know there's a scripture brother i don't know if you've heard this one i know you have where sin abounds Grace much more abounds. And it just seems like we're having this extra level of grace. And so if we're drawing closer to the Lord, we should be getting happier. You know, there's a lot of bad stuff going on. I get that. But as we draw close to the Lord, he gives us his joy in the, in his presence is fullness of joy. And so we start to get that joy and then we're happy warriors. We're out there. We're running for office. And that is it. Got we're to be testifying, yeah. we're doing street church, we're doing the things, you know, there's something about, I was reading a thing today about um, stress, you know, stress is bad. And uh, the person that wrote the article was talking about, he, he's got a stress indicator on his, uh, on his fitness tracker, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that he noticed that when he watches the news and he needs to for his job, to know what's going on. Cause he's kind of a, uh, you know, an influencer person. Mm-hmm. He says the stress goes way up, but when he reads the Bible and he reads, you know, Christian books and stuff, his stress goes way down. And so overall he's below the, the average on stress level. And it's because of reading the Bible, spending time with the Lord mm-hmm. and yeah, things are bad, but you know what the people, the great majority of people in the middle, Right. They're not left. They're not right. They're not Democrat. They're right. They're, they're independents. They're the ones that really decide things. And they're looking at this and they're saying, I didn't sign up for that. For example, Biden reversing Trump's America first policy. Mm-hmm. OK, so if we're not first, where are we? Wow. Well, according to Ricky Bobby in Talladega <laughs> Nights, if you're right. not first, you're last. <laughs> and so I love the I love the Joe Biden America last policy because I didn't sign up for that. Yeah, none of us did. And to the sex trafficking and the thing going on with our schools and the education, once again, God's called us once to be a salt in life, but to take ground. The Bible and Doug Doug saying and having that peace surround us moves us to action. 
Faith is action, taking action of what God's put upon our heart, that he's put us in places to protect our families, to protect our communities, to protect those that are innocent. And they're innocent are, are under assault in America and across the world through sex trafficking. And just on a side, this is not a little thing. Um, Biden reversed the the ban on transgender males competing against girls in sports. No right thinking Biological person. males yeah. who, yep. who identify as women. Let's just be clear. So you have biological males that are bigger, stronger, have uh, chemicals that make give them dense denser muscle mass are competing against girls. This yep. is setting the women's right movement rights way, movement way back, back a couple of hundred years, right? If anybody can just be a woman, I mean, uh, you know, I don't notice women identifying as men competing in men's sports. There is a, a recent article about a, a track runner, a long distance runner, male. Um, it was 300th in the world, which is still pretty good if you ask me. And then he was yeah, two hundred out of uh, billions of people, right? Right. Number three hundred. And then yeah, he was two hundred. Then he was two hundred ninetieth in the world the next year. Then he was two hundred eighty eighth in the world the year after that. Now he's number one in the world for women. You know, it's like, but he's still a guy. You know, so it's not fair uh, for a very strong athletic male to compete against women. And we know that that, sh- that should be a no brainer, but it's not. This is how messed up. That, you know, and it says so in Scripture. When you don't know the Lord, when you've uh, pushed away far enough. Your mind gets retrograde, right? Reprobate. So the idea is you you can't think logically. This is I'm not giving them excuses, but it's why we have to be engaged. Say, do you seriously want this? You know, really built male to compete against your daughters? No. You want to have a fair playing field for both um, both sexes, and there are two. And so the, what we're dealing with is, is a insanity of sort. Um, where we're calling evil good and good and uh, good evil, but we're also calling just things that if we we put a label of science on it, we have to believe it. But only a certain type of science. If we if it comes from a certain bent, we have to believe that it's absolutely true. But another way, we we can't even question it. It's a bizarre place. That's why we religion. have to be in. It's a yeah. new religion and a new orthodoxy. You know, Lance Walnow has been talking about that. You know, you you have to believe this is this is like Islam. You know, this is like. Um, you know, you will obey, you obey, you know, you hear Tucker Carlson talking about that. I don't watch news much anymore. Get catches monologues occasionally, but I'm still on a fast from the news brother ever since November 4th. Um, and, uh, try to try to limit that. I mean, I want to know what's going on, but man, just watching the news it's, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. They, they're selling mm-hmm. fear. Uh, they're selling defeat. And, uh, so I'm going to concentrate on the good news, but you know, this stuff, um, it's got to be countered. You know, we've got to counter it. And, you know, like you said, we have to take action. The scripture for that is faith without works, works is, is dead. dead. Right, right. And so I don't want dead faith. I want, mm. I want a live faith. You know, Abraham was, you know, he believed God and he was counted as righteous, but he was, he was tested, right? Mm-hmm. God said, take your son and go sacrifice him. And he had, you know, he had the knife in his hand, brother. When the right. Stopped them, right. Right. So says, now I know God said, now I know I can trust you because I gave you, you know, right. You know, Abraham never got tested again after that. Right. I don't know. You can read the scripture, but he never got tested again. That so I want to, I want to say something, here's something for you to counter. Um, as I know, we talked about this off the air, 
But the United Nations, it says United Nations women uh, tweeted something, got a lot of pushback, which of course you know they would, but this is their viewpoint of, of men worldwide. And it says the five things we, the world, United Nations, must normalize for men. One was crying, two was sharing the care, three was showing emotions, four was seeking help, and five was sharing feelings. And you and I talked about the air. It's like, this is, this Dude, is I a cry war. When my I know when your motorcycle and so and I don't have is, any problem showing my feelings when I'm mad. So I, I don't know what the problem is, brother. Well, there we go. <laughs> when, when no, we they're, trying to, they're trying to feminize. They're trying to feminize men. Right. Exactly right. When they talk about toxic masculinity, when they've talked about how, you know, mansplaining, how manspreading or whatever it may be, we've we heard this for several years. Toxic femininity. That's toxic femininity. Mm-hmm. Right. We should start. We should start a new, you know, we need to stop. Toxic femininity. Women need to buck up. We need to know. teach our boys, our boys, how to be men. And Come I mean, on. not to, not just like going out and riding motorcycles, which is great, or chainsaws. But the idea is, what does a man look like, right? Someone who takes responsibility, someone who works hard for their family, someone who provides for, someone who um, prays protects. over their wives yeah. and protects. Uh, and we're not teaching our, well, we are, but in general, society is telling boys not to be aggressive, not to be men, not to, to you know, be more like women, back to competing in sports, you know, not be competitive. Everybody gets a trophy. Um, we've got, we've got a long way to come back, but it comes back to instilling those values that you're called to be a man. You're called to lead by example. You're called to lay down your life for your, your wife, like Jesus did for the church. You're called to, to serve your community, to take your place on the wall, to defend your community against those that would come in to destroy it. You know, this is that whole thing. If we restore this manhood, we restore this, the family, we restore the unit, we restore uh, generational wealth and transfer of, of knowledge and wisdom. We restore communities and nation as well. We know that, that this, this has been a work in progress for years to destroy the family, to destroy the male, to destroy um, the nuclear family, as, as we say. And we know that was the, uh, it's in the Communist Manifesto, right? Destroy the family unit. It's uh, so you depend on government. Um, well, men everywhere, um, listen to Marty. You know, he knows what he's talking about. I have a role model for men everywhere, something that we can live up to. No, it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's Marjorie Taylor Greene, brother. <laughs> oh, my goodness more gracious. like Marjorie Taylor. I mean, this woman's got cojones, brother, and they're trying. So, see, it doesn't have anything to do with gender. It has to do with pushing back on them. It has to do. So, see, we don't want men because men might say that we're wrong. They might be black and white. They might be white men who are black and white. They might be black men who are black and white. But we even have a woman, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She has been stripped of her committee assignments. I'm thinking, man, she just hit the mother load. Number one, she's getting all this press. She's mm-hmm. a huge superstar. And number two, she's making 175000 a year, and she doesn't have to do anything. She just gets <laughs> to sit there and get a paycheck from and, her. And yet, okay, I will say this. And I, uh, she I know just you're, be fundraising the whole time, brother. Just seen a bit here. A little bit, but you know what? your alley people there we go there come we go. on she is this is making her a star and yes it's bringing because she's not quitting she's not going anywhere now it is interesting that uh, i think 11 republicans yes uh, voted for this yes 11 republicans voted 
for this. It's kind of like the new house, uh, Jamie Herrera Butler mm-hmm. syndrome. That's like, I will say this. Um, we've, we're talking about manhood. We're talking about uh, a backbone. We're talking about cojones, whatever you want to talk about on the radio, about the Republican Party, the conservative movement, uh, fighting back and taking ground, the, the holding ground, being the salt and light, all these things. This is another one of those examples, though, where we've we've lost the language the the political left, the socialist, communist, whatever, and the mainstream media will start parroting something over and over again, whether it be against Trump or whether against conservatives, uh, colonists, right wing concert, uh, extremists, whatever it may be. And then we pick up their language and start saying it, whether it be, like I said, Jamie Herrera Butler or a new house. And they go out to vote for, to impeach Trump for inciting a riot, which did not do, you know, this, this is crazy for impeachment. This right here though, there are many Republicans, like you said, that voted for, but others that are parroting the words that out there that she's crazy, that she's a, a lunatic, that she's a fringe, whatever. That stuff is dangerous. It's this type of stuff. We have to stop taking their words and say no and rejecting that, you know, and changing them like we own the language. And like you said, either she's a patriot or she's whatever, or she's a Republican, she's a, and she's serving her district in Northern Georgia there. Um, but what we see so, is, uh, yeah, you know, go ahead. No, it's just, we, we see all too often. It's easy to fall in that trap is starting to use their language, you yeah. know, and we don't do that. Well, yeah, we don't want to use their language. We want to use, but we do want to use language. Mm-hmm. You know, we like freedom of speech and we will come up and we will say, but we've got to, you know, if the, if the one who came to this planet to save us, the very incarnate word of God took his stand on it is written. Shouldn't mm-hmm. we, you know, why, why, why be afraid? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not me. The Bible says a man should not dress, wear clothes like a woman. The Bible says that it's an abomination to God for a man to lie to, with a man as a man lies with a woman or a woman to lie with a woman. And, you know, so we just like, we say, no, you know, just because you think you're smarter than God or more loving than God, you're not. And that's not going to be good. You know, I was thinking about one of my best friends in high school. Uh, I saw some, I found some pictures and on my computer and there I saw one of my best friends in high school and he got into the gay lifestyle after high school, brother. He didn't make it to the 10th reunion. He died before 28 years old. Oh, you know, oh. I mean that lifestyle ain't healthy, brother. That's not good. And um, you know, let's get a cure for AIDS and all that kind of stuff. I have a cure for AIDS. Don't get it right. Don't, mm-hmm. don't live that way. Like so, live clean. I am. Let's get delivered and let's have, let's have the, the presence of the Lord in our life. Anyway, representative Thomas Massey, Republican from Kentucky, mentioned ahead of the vote today that he had two issues with this resolution to strip her of her committees. Number one, it fails to mention any specific infraction that she's committed. They didn't Mm -hmm. name nothing. Like, what did she, she said this and this and this. I mean, that's, you know, you have the right in a court of law to be confronted with specific charges against you and to be able to confront your accusers. And this stuff is being stripped away from us. And then number two, it quotes a, re- a rule that applies to members, not to citizens. This is stuff that she said years ago and she's apologized for. Exactly See, there's right. There's no redemption. There's no forgiveness. This is the same group the that Democrat wants to impeach people. a president who's no longer president, a private yeah. citizen. So uh, we know the rules don't apply, but they, sh- they must. We as the Americans must hold them accountable to They're the rules. scared of our brother. That's to me, that says if they've gone all this trouble to uh, 
to censure this person, to strip this person of committee assignments. It reminds me of a certain Matthew Shea, brother. Yes, it does. It reminds me mm-hmm. of a certain Jesse Young and a few others who we know love the Lord and who are on fire and who are trying to make a difference in the state. And they do anything they can slander you. You know, the Bible calls the devil the accuser of the brethren. That's right. Right. And so, you know, and then, you know, look, I don't expect, I don't believe that all Republicans are Christians, right? It's not, you know, I don't think God's, I don't think God's a Republican. All right. We're Republicans, you and I, because of the platform. Mm-hmm. And so we've run into lots of non-Christians and party politics and stuff like that. Look, the platform of- says that, that basically that we're, we're founded on Judeo-Christian values, that we're pro-life or pro-family, we're pro-America, you know, in general. Pro-traditional marriage, pro, yep. uh, we don't believe in assisted suicide. Right. So like, that's the platform. Is it is it being worked out in a lot of ways? No. No. But, but the other side has a different platform. Mm-hmm. Their platform is we're pro-death, we're pro-abortion. Mm-hmm. We're pro-immigrant. We don't, mm-hmm. you know, they don't, they don't, they want to tear down the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, they want, they believe, oh, we don't, let's make a bridge. They should make a, you know, they we don't build walls. We bridge, you know, this, all this, this uh, platitudes. And yet at the same time, our children are being destroyed. Right. Um, did I mention that, uh, you know, known pedophile, uh, Chris Reichdahl is still the state superintendent. You did. And of course, we know that walls don't work unless it's around the capital of yeah. Olympia or the capital of D.C. <laughs> and the military and thousands troops of guns, troops in and, which is guns just, don't work unless it's the troops in D.C. protecting us from the exactly right. So I want to talk about uh, on that note, you saw all the uh, meme, I'm assuming on social media about AOC. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the young freshman New York congresswoman who's just out there. She's a socialist, a Bernie Sanders supporter, but she was saying that she was threatened. Her life was threatened during the insurrection there, you know, but she was apparently she wasn't even there. She was across the campus at at a different office. And then she was apparently they were saying they were busted into her bathroom and she was scared for her life. And then apparently that's not true as well because they weren't even close to it. Bottom line is, you know, I saw pictures of AOC and she had gone down to the border Mm -hmm. and there was nobody anywhere near. And she bent down and looked like she was crying in front of the fence and Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. And it was all staged, brother. Yeah. Well, and and so was this. But she's being called upon it. And now why why doesn't the ethics committee investigate her brother? Well, they get this. AOC's staff um, has come out and have said and they've asked the newspapers and social media to watch people that that are accusing her lying of saying that she AOC Smollett that, that, that making up these stories and trying to censor them. Here's a, a freshman congresswoman that's basically saying, "How dare you question my story, even though it doesn't add up?" You know, and, and now go after them. This this is. You know, clearly you should have to have support of the other members uh, to do something like that. But just her, the thought process is that you can't question me. I'm above the law, even though I'm in my first term in the Congress. Think about this. Second that, term now, brother. Second term. Did you get reelected then? Is what yeah, it was? Of course. All right. Uh, think about this though. Okay. A young woman who former bartender, nothing wrong with that. The point is though, is she's now thinks she's better than everybody else that you can't even question her motives when she clearly is lying about where she was during the, the, the whole, uh, capital thing. Um, so it just blew me away when I, when I saw that and I'm like, it, the, you know, this thing reminds me that of that in the Bible, when they were going after Jezebel, 
And she, mm-hmm. what did she say? Treason, treason. And there was another, uh, there was another queen that had ruled and they had the little king. Remember they got the little, the little king dude. He was, I think it was uh, Josiah or something. And he was like seven or eight years old and they took him in and they anointed him king. And she had killed her. She thought she had killed all the king's sons, but he escaped mm-hmm. and she yelled treason, treason. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Insurrection. If you're a Trump person, if you're a Christian, if you're a white person, you mm-hmm. are guilty of insurrection and you had better prove yourself innocent. Right. Yep. And so, um, yeah, th- I don't know if they're trying to do this. Now they're doing this to Ted Cruz, right? Yes. You're familiar with that. I, I love though. He is Ted Cruz is like in Trumpian in many ways, because he's just tough. He's, he's, he's super smart. He, he's um, negotiated one before the spring port a couple different times a former solicitor general, he is a great debater. And so even some people, these lefties are coming after him. He comes on, no, okay, fine, bring it on. He's able to turn the argument. I think it's pretty impressive what he does and he can hold his own. I want to say something before we get too far though. Um, you now, mentioned wasn't it before, Ted Cruz, the Ted Cruz is, is tied in with this whole AOC thing, right? That's a big component of that. Right. Okay, she tell me said, more. Yes. Yeah, well, she was saying that Ted Cruz has threatened her. And stuff like that. So this it's been, oh, poor little me, poor little, you know, miserable me. You know, I mean, if you're in politics, someone's going to threaten you. You know, I mean, that's I got phone calls and I'm not even elected. social media. And she said basically and then she starts talking about how she was abused and, you know, and so forth. So it makes it all right. But once again, Ted Cruz um, didn't anything physically. It's a matter of his words towards. Right. And, And that's what they do on Capitol Hill is they throw barbs at each other. They, they grandstand, they give speeches. And that's what frustrates many of Americans about not getting anything done for the American people. Um, and that's why we got Inslee, we got him for a governor. He came back and that's what he used to, is just grandstanding and giving speeches. But I wanted to say something you mentioned earlier about, you know, for the healing people and finding the cure for AIDS and these type of things. I'm just going through Leviticus. In the study Bible portion of that, I'm blown away that all these different, you know, oftentimes you gloss over the rules, what God had for them, you know, um, your, show, your show offering, your wave offering, your burn offering for sin and, and so forth. It goes into and explains everything they told them to do was keeping them away from disease, things that would harm them, you know, not sleeping with men, that would harm them, not, not, not having multiple wives, not, not intermarrying, not um, touching things that are unclean. Those are all even way before science was around with uh, talking about that the microbials and the um, germs and infections, God was instructing them on how to live with one another and stay out of trouble, stay out of sickness, stay in health. And so, like you said, God's will for us is to help us out of our own way, to be healthy, to not get into situations that, that are harmful to our health or our spirit or our soul. And so, uh, it's not out of a, a position of dislike or mistolerance or hate. It's out of your own good. God wants to bring you from where you are to where he wants you, which is to bless you. Come on. Yeah, I know. Just keep going, brother. Keep going, brother. You're doing good. <laughs> so I um, guess there's a new vaccine, a one-shot deal. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. With a I'm still, I'm still not 60, getting it. 60% uh, efficacy, apparently. So it's, oh, it's great. So only 40% of the people die from the vaccine. That's great. Well, it's That's not almost as be, good as coronavirus. Coronavirus is what? 99.96 survival rate. So and the yet there are lines and lines and lines of people end up 
In Texas, of all places, there's a speedway. Would you like this? We both like cars. We both like speedway. Seven lanes. They had people lined up in the car seven lanes wide, fill out paperwork. They roll up, get a shot in the arm, and then roll, roll away. And they were just, it's very efficient, but tens of thousands of people were being done like like every hour. It's just getting shots. Um, makes you go, okay, well, I don't, you know, <laughs> they can have mine, but it, it's still, it's, it's efficient. So it's crazy. So are you going to well, watch the game tomorrow? Of course I am, brother. I'm in advertising. You're going to watch the commercials, right? I'm not going to watch the game. I'm going to watch the commercials. Well, it, most of the time it's commercials anyway, so they, they pay a big uh, money for I, it. You know, I enjoy the games. I'm actually rooting for the Chiefs. Okay. Um, there's a Bob Jones prophecy about Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and revival coming. Of course, they won last year. Correct. And uh, I'm not thinking we had revival. Just thinking 2020 was a little different than that. So I'm really hoping that this year they win and we have revival. So that there we go. We can remember Bob Jones fondly. And you don't want to root for Tom Brady getting another Super Bowl ring? I mean, it's really Tom Brady versus the Kansas City Chiefs, isn't it? Correct, right. I mean, it's not Tampa. It's Brady. I mean, the guy's a brilliant oh, yeah. quarterback, and he's in his 40s, and that's awesome because, you know, if the old white dude can do it, uh, that's great. You know, it's good for – means there's. I no- was a big Joe Montana fan, so, I mean, I, I get it. So, But I was never a big Tom Brady fan. There's always the Tom Brady and Belichick and the New England Patriots, and they stole that game from us where we ran on the one-yard line. So I get better every time. You know, the bottom line, though, is if, if he actually pulls it off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – well, we you got to give it to Belichick ought to, ought to go to jail for whatever the inflate gate or yeah. whatever it was. The because uh, we could, it was Brady the whole time and Belichick just happened, you know, whatever team Brady's on wins, it's not the coaching. <laughs> That's got to suck. You know, I'm right? sure Belichick was like, come on, Brady, please. So I, I have two more things I want to cover today. One of them is I know this is like a, a no duh moment, um, not anybody listening to our voice would be surprised, but the Portland Police Department ha- has the lowest number of officers on the force in 25 years, meaning they've all left. And uh, so what do you expect when they had the city council wanting to defund the police, when you had a mayor actually marching with the Antifa people against the police, when they tied the hands of the federal police coming in to defend you know, federal buildings? Um, what do you expect? In, and when you have mo- literally four or five months straight of nightly riots, um, you couldn't pay me enough to be a cop in Portland for that matter, or for Seattle, would you? No, brother. So my wife uh, went to Portland earlier this week. She gave me a report. I said, did you drive through the city? She goes, no, you don't have to drive through the city. You can see the devastation of the city of Portland from the freeway. So it must be bad if you can see it cruising along on I-5 or I-405 uh, through downtown Portland. You know, I still live there and I did a lot of street ministry there and I always thought Portland was a little screwy, but this is what we're getting. We're getting anarchy. So are you aware that earlier this week, a Texas legislator, Democrat, of course, uh, introduced legislation in the Texas House of Representatives uh, to repeal the castle doctrine. So the castle dro- doctrine is that your home is your castle. And if someone breaks into your home, you can use whatever force is necessary up to, including lethal force to stop them from invading your home, taking your property, putting your life at risk. She wants to 
she said that, you know, well, that person that's breaking the home probably needs the money more than you. You have insurance. They shouldn't get the death penalty for doing it. This is a way to equalize things. And besides that, your insurance will pay for it. And so your duty is to run away. Uh, but the person that breaks into the house can have a weapon because that'll help convince you that they sh- that you should give them your stuff. I mean, we're talking about Texas, brother. We're talking about a whole lot of crazy right here. But this is the, you know, the castle doctrine, as you know, as you've been coming through mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the uh, citizenship classes with Rick Green, as I have, is foundational to the United States. So, see, that's what they're going after. If the foundations be destroyed, right? Mm-hmm. And what, then there's no chance. And they're, they're going after the foundations, the family. They're going after the faith, you know, our faith. They're going after the, you know, the Ten Commandments, right? Mm-hmm. They've been going after Christmas for years and things like that. But these things, as they no longer need us to vote them in or out because they have control of these Dominion voting machines and stuff like that. I'm um, get my get your tinfoil hat on, brother. Come on. I've been, I've been on this now for years. I've been a lawsuit. But, and, but I, yeah. and I've and I've investigated this. Right. These things, this our elections are being hacked. And well, we've got, this is, and that's why they're so, that's why Inslee is so brazen. That's why they're going to, they want to jack up our gas taxes. They, you know, not only gas tax, brother, carbon tax on top of it. Right. So we're uh. talking about a dollar something, a gallon up. We're talking about $4 a gallon gas and you and I both drive pickups and you know what that means. Exactly right. That well, means it, no more cheeseburgers. In a couple things here in Seattle, I know that, that Seattle is not Eastern Washington, but oftentimes things in Seattle go to Olympia, then get passed around to all of Eastern Washington as well. But they already passed, obviously, a tax on home heating oil, but they've banned any natural gas heated commercial buildings uh, going forward. So all new commercial buildings going forward and multifamily will have to be electric heated um, buildings. But you know, it's like, okay, this, this is the going the wrong direction, driving the cost of fuels up, uh, making your building codes much more expensive to build. It's not, it's not nearly as efficient. Uh, it's, uh, and to your point, um, gun rights, your house rights, this is that the exact same thing was proposed in Seattle as well, where we're going to waive or not enforce any crimes committed if the person who committed the crime says they needed to fill, fulfill their drug habit or feed their family. So they could break into a store, they can steal stuff. They can hold people up. They can they could uh, um, do physical assault as long as it was to fit a, fill a need. That is crazy talk, and yet this is what's being proposed in a political environment with elected officials in Texas and Washington as well. So these elections have consequences, and they have to hold them to their word because this is what happens to us. But so we're asleep at the switch, so to speak. They say, "Well, we've got to get the elections back, brother." You see, mm-hmm. you know, President Trump was re- re-elected. There's no question. Those mm-hmm. they had seven key counties. They stole it. Uh, it's it, the the proof is irrefutable. There, this idea that there's no proof is just an it's, it's just part of the lie. You know, one of the things that Jesus told us that we have to be aware of. At the end of the age, when they asked him, what are the signs of the end of the age, your return, all that? What's the first thing he said? He said, don't let anybody deceive you. So we know that there's an emphasis on deceit, deception, lying. The, the, the liar, the thief, the murderer, the destroyers come. If we can't see that, that we're in a spiritual battle right now, we need to wake up mm-hmm. and we need to start reading our Bibles and praying and get filled with the Holy Spirit. And we need to figure out how to fight. Okay. Uh, Administrative statement. Yeah. Smartmatic brother yes. had mm-hmm. sued Fox News, Janine Pirro, Lou Dobbs, and Maria Bartir- Bartiromo yeah. 
Yeah. For $2.7 billion. Okay. Well, anybody can sue anybody for anything. It doesn't mean, right. But they're saying that um, one of the biggest challenges in the information age is disinformation. And so Fox is responsible for this disinformation campaign, which has damaged democracy. Well, first of all, we're not a democracy. We're a republic. Mm -hmm. It is damaged democracy worldwide and irreparably harmed Smartmatic and other stakeholders who contribute to modern elections. Yeah, modern elections that are stolen. And uh, I hope they sue them back. I hope they they come back at them. Um, You know, this is just anything. We've seen it before, though, when you're guilty, when you're the lights on you, like Smartmatics and Dominion are the same. And they got money. They got money, brother. They got money, money, money. Yep, exactly right. Whatever they want to do. And uh, they want to scare these people. Right. And and they want to scare these people. And all these other guys that. um, But we got to not be scared. Quickly. Besides the elections, this is important for far too long. Our, our legislative branches have been given away authority to the administrative um, branches, allowing the deep uh, these bureaucracies to make their own rules. And so now you have these bureaucracies, bureaucracies that have been there forever that don't care who's elected, but they run the show. We've got to take that back. We, the people, have to have our legislators in the state and the nation pull back that power and make them vote on the issues that matter, not allow the administrative state to run this nation. We That's need, the deep state. Uh, we need an army of Donald Trump's. You know, we have 80 million, over 80 million people that voted for Donald Trump and Smartmatic switched a lot of those votes and did a lot of stuff. And if if they don't, uh, you know, I believe it's true. I know it's true. Let's get get us the machines. Let's do the audits. Let's mm-hmm. do the let's do the audits. OK, I'm going to get excited here, brother. Show me the um, truth. Right. So they're also suing Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell. But. You know, where they can't, the, the thing is that why do we want to run for uh, city councils, school boards? What they don't, Smartmatic doesn't get down that far yet. They haven't got to that, that granular level yet. And so we need an army of Donald Trump's who will go in there, find out what their authority is and shut down known pedophile Chris Reichdahl's uh, plan for your children in your local school. The local school board still has ultimate control over that school district. Okay? That's right. So That's we right. need people, we need, a, we need, you get your take off your mega hat and and run and yourself and stop waiting for somebody else to save you. We need you to save us. OK, listeners, we need you to save us by running, by donating and by fighting. Show up at these rallies. Don't don't take it. Stop being intimidated. They're bullying us mm-hmm. and I am not going to be bullied by them. I'm going to fight and uh you know, that, that costs us something, but yea, yes. though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Now there's a little King James for you, brother. There we go. I'm but thinking you know more what? of Esther four, four, huh? It's four, true. Yeah. His rod and his staff does comfort us. He does protect us. Do we have to suffer? Yes. Did Joseph have to go into the dungeon? Yeah. Yeah. Did David have to run from Saul for a few years? Yeah. Yes. Did Daniel have to, you know, become kind of a trans <laughs> what? No, he was a eunuch, but you know right. what I'm saying. Anyway, yeah, I love it the could Esther, cost us something. But Esther you know what? four fourteen, brother. If for if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews or America will come from another place. But you yeah. and your father's family will perish. Now's the time. Every and Jesus one of us. said, "What profit is it for you if you gain the whole world and lose your soul?" Right, mm-hmm. and ultimately, a you know, so you you don't want to listen to Doug and Marty. And, you know, take what we're saying and, oh, I heard from Doug and Marty. You need to hear from the Lord. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, um, if we want to possess our souls, if we want to, 
you know, if Jesus is the Lord of our life, then we've got to hear. And when he says, get up and run, then we've got to do it. We got to stop disqualifying ourselves. You know, we do. That's the probably the biggest problem. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Well, I've got things that, you know, my life's not been perfect. Okay. Well, I only know one person in all of human history that had a perfect life and look what they did to him. Exactly right. (laughs) So if you're expecting perfection to save you, uh, look at Jesus because he was perfect. I love the fact that he can use anybody and he even chooses to use you, me and everybody listening here as well. So we all if you're willing, he'll use you. Confess your faults to one another. You know, confess your sins. Uh, John said, you know, if we confess our sins, forsake our sins, admit it, repent, turn from our wicked ways. He, you know, he's, he's faithful. He's just, and he forgives us and we get the blood of Jesus and you know, all these people, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm dealing with a, a certain denomination right now as I'm doing street church and I got this new friend that's, you know, we'll get him on the show one of these days, okay. but uh, you know, he's going through and these guys are like, well, I don't want to do these meetings because people that have piercings will come in and they need to change. And you know, you're clapping too loud. You're singing too loud. You're whatever. And I'm like, man, let's get all your stuff out. You know, you want to get my stuff. Let's get your stuff out. Let's, mm-hmm. let's look at your life. Okay. Cause you know, he who lives in a glass house, this ain't in the Bible, brother. It's just a regular. <laughs> if you live in glass houses, you shouldn't be throwing rocks. <laughs> And we all live in glass houses. Oh, so we nobody do. should be throwing rocks. You know, the scripture <laughs> verse about before you pull, uh, uh, tell your brother about a speck in his eye, remove the plank from your own. Yeah. I got too many planks. I, I got a lot of work to do, brother. So I, I don't have time for that. I, I don't have time to correct you. <laughs> but even with the plank in my eye, I could still run for office. Even with exactly the plank right. in my eye, I could still serve at church. I could have a home group. I could go to a restaurant, small, support a small business. I could say, no, I'm not going to wear your stupid mask. No, I'm not going to get your dumb vaccine. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of, of the coronavirus. I know lots and lots of people that had coronavirus. I believe I had it myself and it's survivable. And what happened was early on, they were f- putting these respirators on people and that was killing them, brother. It was mm-hmm. blowing up and aggravated. You were in healthcare. Uh-huh. You get a person whose lungs are all inflamed and aggravated and you put that pressure in there and Bad it pressure. blows all those bl- blood vessels out and stuff. You're killing them. The- it's called alveoli. Yeah, like they did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. They murdered people. We know that Como did. He sent mm. he sent COVID positive old people back, back. to the nursing home. Yes, yep. brother. Yep. That's that's why is that guy still in office? Why is that guy not in jail? That guy needs to be in jail. Period. That guy's a murderer. He's a murderer. Yeah. You know, Joe Biden is a traitor. He's he's selling us out to China. He's allowing you know tens of thousands. He's letting, he's setting free criminals, brother, at the border. He said, you know, the Texans are saying these people haven't even been tested for coronavirus and you're just letting them loose, you know, and yet all you Trump people, we're going to lock you up. We're going to put a a wall around our Capitol and your insurrection and stuff like that. They're guilty. They're Mm -hmm. traitors. They're insurrectionists and they're doing it by the force of law. And I'm telling you, brother, it's going this is not going to end well. It's not no, going to end well, not. but it's not going to end well. Are you are you buying the Hunter Biden book is coming out? Apparently, he's getting a big book deal now. Um, I just it, it get, you can't get any more insane, and yet it does, right? It, I'd love to get that book, brother. I need some I need some uh, paper to light a fire in the fireplace with. That, is, that sounds great. Sounds going to be awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, 
whatever. Hey, you know, they got it, it, book deals are cover for corruption. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. They give you a book. Oh, I made all this money. Cause like it's a book deal. And they're getting all this. You're getting suitcases of cash, just like that suitcases of ballots on those security cameras. Why wasn't that prosecuted brother? And why don't you hear anything about it now? You know, I understand that they've sworn in a new president. I understand a new, all this crazy stuff, but it can't go away. Dude, that guy's illegitimate. Donald Trump was reelected. That guy's an illegitimate president. You know, if they can impeach a guy, you know, that's why they're impeaching him because they know he's actually the president. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, re- you know, and if that's the case, then the impeachment's legit because he's the actual president. Right. And so, I mean, it's legit that they can do it. But if he's not, then they can't. Right. So, I mean, it's like up is down, down is up, black is white, white is black, red is yellow, yellow's red. But the good news we're still breathing. Jesus Amen, is still brother. on the throne and we can still make a difference. Yes, it's gone crazy, but we actually in a very few short months can actually start taking this back. Yeah. God is, God is actually really enjoys working when there's chaos. Genesis chapter one, the earth was formless and void. It was chaos brother. Mm-hmm. And God prophesied light and light happened. God said, let there be. And there was, and, uh, you know, there's a um, there is a reckoning coming. And so we've got to, you know, it, you know, we've been we've been nice for 40, 50, 60, 70 years now. We've been nice, not making waves, not, you know, giving and giving and giving. And now they're at the door, brother. The wolf is at the door and it's time for war. The, Ecclesiastes says there's a time for peace and there's a time for war that the, I mentioned this last week. Why did God take Israel around the long way and plant them by the Red Sea? It said because he wanted to train them war. He wanted to show. So God is teaching us how to fight mm. and um, and things in in battle. Nobody likes a battle. I remember in the Lord of the Rings when the little Hobbit guy said, I don't want to be in the battle. He says, well, no one wants to be in a battle, but you ha- guess what? You're going to be in one. Otherwise, the Shire is doomed, right? Your, your homes are doomed. Your family's doomed. Your children are doomed. They're stealing our kids, brother. Yep. And, you know, we have this huge church shutdown and all this stuff. I'm telling you, uh, they're, this is it. They're on the move. They're trying to take America away from, from uh, freedom-loving uh, Christians and, and um, you know, calling everybody a racist, calling everybody names. The accuser, the brother has been ca- brethren has been cast down and he's, he's full of wrath and he knows he has a short time, but Jesus is coming brother. Mm-hmm. He's coming and he's not coming back for a marked up, beat up hot underground hiding, you know, with potato chips and, and bottled water, brother. He's coming for a victorious church without spot or wrinkle. They're standing strong, 144,000 and an innumerable multitude, standing strong, singing the song of the lamb, you know, walking in victory. And, you know, if, if, you know, we believe in a doctrine of the resurrection, but if we believe in the actual resurrection, we'd be spending time serving God, brother. And we can serve God in politics and we can serve God in business. And, Mm -hmm. you know, very few people are going to have a, like a pulpit ministry thing. Right. But Mm -hmm. we can have a radio show. Right. We can have mm-hmm. a podcast. We can we can run for office. We can be a we can be a school teacher. We can be a business person and we can stand up for what's right. And I'm telling you right now. What's what's being released is is sick, brother. It's sick. This stuff on our kids, man, if that doesn't if that's not an eye opener, 
this, this lady in Texas saying, Oh, that person probably deserves your stuff more than you. Wait a minute. I just worked my whole life to get this house. I worked my whole life to get this stuff. And now they, and somehow they're a thief and a, and a, and a murderer. And I'm going to let them in my home. I don't think so. Mm. Something's going to happen to that person. They come into our house. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, brother. No, defending not just not just our rights, but when it comes down to our family, our generational um, transfer to our grandkids and great grandkids, the idea that we could have family, our wives, the, our property. When when our founding forefathers understood that our rights were given to us by God, the government was put in place to um, protect those rights, those rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But originally, property. This is all part of our way and our way of life and God's gift to us. So. Uh, be strong. Let's fight back. Let's uh, get engaged. Let's uh, reverse this this tide. Don't you think? Yeah, and 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 you can do it. You know, you and God are a majority. And uh, you know, well, we've got to start praying for you know for God's righteous judgments, brother. You know, true and just are your judgments altogether. That's a sudden re- revelation when the streams turn to blood and all this weird stuff's all going on. We're he's getting it's getting close. And we don't want to be found in the, you know, putting the scales and found wanting. Let's stand up for what's right. Well, that's it. Another Saturday just got by us, brother. Wow. I know. Crazy fast. All right. Well, this is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. God bless you and God bless America. <laughs>